Welcome to the favorites from the Action Network. I am Chad Millman. Blackjack Fletcher is with me because it's Friday. It's the Friday podcast. You're already laughing at me. That intro gets me every time. Why is that? Because you're using like the stereotypical FM radio DJ voice. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's awful. Like uh, what they would use on WKRP in Cincinnati? Yeah, that's like what you're doing. I don't know if you know you're doing it, but... I am doing something to an exaggerated effect. Yeah, maybe mix it up. Try something different next week. I've, I've gone a little bit lower key a couple times. Yeah, you should try that. Try to deepen your voice a little. I don't want to change who I am. Okay, maybe you should try. My motivation is to be me. I'm glad you finally found that. This guy, this guy, we're producing a series of videos trying to teach people who don't have experience in gambling the terminology and, and how to do it and things like that. And Chad decided that he should be the feature of some of these videos. I didn't and decide so that. And so he not sat down to record seven minutes worth of video content. It took 55 minutes to record. Is that how long it took? Did it take 55 59, <laughs> my mistake. And at one point, he sat in the room with our producers and said, what's my motivation for this video? What's my motivation for this video? I don't know. Be interesting. Be successful. Oh, my make God. Make people not turn it off. Oh, my God. That's and the so videos, funny. the videos are awful. I mean, he is stiff as a board. The only thing moving in the video is his mouth. It's like when Ricky Bobby did his first no. interview, Are they bad? and he doesn't know what to do with his Are hands. They bad? I'm looking at Matt it's Ford, who's the producer. Tell me, really? Tell him right now. Are you going to let these? Like, oh, don't lie to him. Are they bad? Don't lie to him. Ask, why don't you ask Darren? Because Darren saw some of them and wanted to reshoot yours. Shut up. Did he really? Were you going to call him a dick? No, because he's there. I'm feeling pretty right, self-conscious about him right now. Wait, way to go. Now I'm going to have to deal with that all day. <laughs> Should I? And for those of you out there who find Darren Ravel annoying on Twitter, think about what it must be like to have him in an office all day, every day. Just think about that. The excitement he showed on his Instagram about finding almond butter Snickers, that's not exaggerated. That's real. I'm a little upset about the videos. I, I need to see them now. Sorry, I just made a lot more work for these guys. I got to see them. I was a little self-conscious doing them. It was hard to do. How are you self-conscious? You're on camera all the time. How are you this self-conscious? Some of us, like, some. listen, I'm trying to be more honest. And while I project a lot of confidence and uh, people think, like, I have it all together and, like, (laughs) everything is easy and, like, I got it all under control... There are moments where I feel nervous. I've expressed nervousness about the fact that we're doing our live podcast, and I'm nervous that a lot of people aren't going to show up. All right. Well, we we talked about this a little bit uh, yesterday. I am a little concerned about your nerves for the live show because you sometimes buckle up a little bit. Um, we're going to need like do a shot beforehand. By the way, we're doing a live show. It's uh, January 28th, 6 p.m. Foley's. It's on 33rd between 5th and 6th, right across the street from the Empire State Building on 33rd Street. Matt Ford and Antonio and I went there yesterday, uh, producers of the podcast, and um, we had lunch there. We saw the space. Did you pay for lunch? I paid for lunch, and nice. I gave a big tip because nice they were being so gracious to us. Nice gesture. And 
they, the space is amazing. Like it's actually, I felt so much better. I'm not nervous about it anymore. I was nervous about it. Felt so much better after seeing the space because we have uh, more than a couple hundred people signed up and we have people mm -hmm. flying in. We do. But even if like half of those people showed up, we're st which is normal. Like I think about 50% of people yeah. end up showing up to these things. We're going to fill that space. Like it's a perfect space for a live podcast. Yeah, That's going to be, be great. amazing. It's a great bar. Foley's is an amazing bar. In a great bar. spot. Easy to get to. Uh, close to Penn Station. Mm, it's going to be a lot of fun. Paul LaDuca, Jeff Schwartz coming into town. I'm really excited about it now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love being around those two guys together because obviously both were very successful former athletes, but they could not be more different human beings if they tried. You guys were not really very nice to me on the podcast on Monday. Well, listen, they were upset that you're never there. Okay, they miss you. I mean, this should be something that you feel good about. I mean, your own family doesn't really want you around, but Jeff and Paul do. So they were hurt. They lashed out. I had a great FaceTime call with my younger son this morning. See, this is why they get upset. You just totally blew that off. I love them, too. Did your, your son actually answered the FaceTime call? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, did he, he's like, did he's he think like, it was someone else? No. He's like, how's your day going to be? What's going to happen to you? Does he want something? No, he was just like waiting for carpool to school and was being nice to me. That's weird. Something's going on. I there. did tell him that we talked in the podcast about how he left the conversation, and he just looked at me and he smirked. He goes, "That was pretty good." Yeah, your son's your son's your son's kind of my hero. Listen, the Super Bowl is coming up. I don't know if you know that or not. The Los Angeles Rams are playing the New England Patriots. The game opened with the Rams at minus one. Man, did that change quick. Immediately moved <laughs> to the Patriots all the way to minus two and a half. Yeah. One sports book, the South Point, put up a uh, Pats minus three, lasted for 15 minutes, yeah. the wise guys jumped on it. So it's back yeah. down to two and a half. I think we found the number. We're yep. going to talk a lot about this on Monday in the live podcast, but I do think it's worthy before we get into the show um, to talk a little bit about our early leans on the sides for the game, because I have a feeling you and I are on different sides. Of course we are, because you are going to be the idiot who takes the Rams here. Listen, <laughs> I, I was on New England for 15 weeks this season, and then the loss at Pittsburgh happened, and I got shook. I, I abandoned ship, okay? I turned my back on the greatest dynasty that pro sports has ever seen and I paid for it I paid dearly okay I had the Chargers I had the Chiefs and I took it right on the chin both weeks but you know what Chad in life you have to be flexible and I am a big enough man to stand up and say I was wrong hand up that was on me New England you're better than me Tom Brady you you outsmarted me you, you're the greatest living American, and now I will never do it again. I will never do it again. We do not live in a universe where Jared Goff beats Tom Brady in a Super Bowl. We do not live in a universe where the New England Patriots lose back-to-back -back Super Bowls. It doesn't happen. I don't care that Sean McVay's a genius. I don't care that he's got Ted Rath pulling him back by his belt loops from the, from the field. I don't care about any of it. I care that number 12 is lining up on one side of the field and not on the other. That's it. 
New England. And I will say this. If you're going to take the Patriots, like I have, don't fuck around with the point spread. Lay the little bit of juice. What is it? Minus 135, 140. Because the Patriots do tend to play close Super Bowls, right? They, they tend to be involved in close you're games. You're stepping on my comeback. Don't. Shut the fuck up. Don't lay the Shut points. Up. Just go on the money line. Just be confident stop. in the win. Just stop. New England by a million. So in addition to running all the content for the Action Network and then being in high-level strategy meetings and thinking of the idea for how to bet education videos yeah, and then those are gonna be good. performing in the how to bet education videos and doing this <laughs> and doing Finding this podcast your motivation. and like working with everyone on the live podcast and then having to meet about the live podcast and then do interviews with reporters and have strategy meetings as I mentioned. I also wrote a story. I wrote two stories this week. Okay? Good for you. I uh, started it yesterday morning. Wait, you mean you wrote a column? Right? Column. That's how you described it to yeah, me. A, a column. Wrote a column. Started yesterday morning. Didn't really know where I was going with it, but I just sort of, you know, found my way. That's what I do. I'm a professional. And then I had a dinner last night. Got back from the dinner. I wrote it uh, till later in the evening. Turned it in at six thirty this morning. The column is basically about how everyone believes that they should just bet the Patriots because they're the Patriots because they make things things happen. And then you look at their performance in the Super Bowl. Other than the Rams Super Bowl, which they were 14-point dogs and came back and won, they have been favored in every Super Bowl. They have covered two of those games. One, they got lucky and covered in overtime. Another was the Malcolm Butler game where they were up 28-24. The other games have been incredibly close or they've lost. So Five and three. They're five and three straight up. So while I'm with you on the fact that they they most likely will win, I am not with you on taking the three points. So hold on. You you see, this is why this is when I get hot. This is when I get hot. Gambling is about probabilities. It's about betting on probabilities. And you just told me New England is most likely going to win this game, but I'm on the Rams. I don't think they're gonna cover. Lay the just lay the juice. Right, I could do that. But lay the juice. I could do that. That's why it's there. That's why it's there. Forget the points. Don't screw around with them. Take the team that you yourself just said is most likely going to win. That's the best bet. You know what? I take it back. I'm not sure they're most likely to win. Uh, you can't take it back. You just said it. No, I might actually get, go the Rams on the money line. Uh, you know, do it. Do it. You want to do it right now? Yeah. Let's do it. How much you want to bet? $100. $250. Straight up. Winner. All right. Deal. Deal. That feels good. I want the points. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll split the difference. I'll give you two. All right. That's how generous I am. That's good. Very good. Very good. If this is a one-point game, I'm going to fucking kill someone. Why don't, we, why don't we introduce Georgina? Hello, fellas. Are you all excited for your live Super Bowl show next week? Very excited. I can't wait. Live this Super is... Bowl show. It's going to be... Super Bowl. It is going to be so much fun. And now we got something on the line, you and I. We sure do. I think I have a sneaking suspicion that that either won't be the only bet we have or that number's going to go up. 250 smackaroos. Because I'm going to get cocky as the week goes on and I'm going to be like, hey, you want three? I make so much more money than you and you are so willing to, to bet more than I am. 
Okay. Do you really want to go down that road? That's because I am an actual gambler. G- I gamble. G-A-M-B-I-L-I-N-G. Gambling. We should just replay Leduca's. <laughs> we should just replay Leduca's that was, rant. That was legitimately let's, the, the highlight. Point, let's just put Leduca's rant in there. I'm going to pause. We can cut it. You guys can splice that in there. Do some producing magic. That right. was great. If you haven't listened to Monday's show, go back and listen to it because Paul Leduca goes on an epic rant. Georgina, please read us an iTunes review because our listeners continue to be gloriously engaged with our podcast. iTunes review. User, a scoochy man's. Subject, Millie Monster hitting on 20 and getting an ace for Blackjack Fletcher. Best handicapping podcast from New York City area. Five stars. Best handicapping podcast (laughs) from the New York City area? Thank you. That is Um, like... I'll say this to my kids all the time, like, dude, you are absolutely 100% the best 12-year-old named Owen Millman living in (laughs) Road that I have ever met in my entire life. (laughs) You gave your address to me, more importantly. Well, it's not like I'm not listed, like, I don't want people visiting me, though. Make sure we take that out. I will be visiting you. I don't know what that review was. I guess it's a compliment. Uh, we're the best. Hey, we're number one in New York, number right? Number one in New York. Number one in the hearts of New York City people. Hey, uh, listen, we also have a prop contest. You can get your prop up in Vegas, Blackjack. You've already submitted one. I have. Um, email us at favoritesprop at gmail.com to get your prop up in Vegas. We're going to choose the winner on Sunday. We're going to announce the winner uh, Scooch is going to choose this on Sunday afternoon. We're going to announce the winner Monday at the uh, live podcast. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. So here's our game. We've been doing that for 10 years, Scooch and I. Here's our, here's our game. Because obviously there's, n- there's like not a ton to talk about yet, but we've got to have a podcast anyways. So uh, here's the game. Real or fake props? Georgina, come on up. Explain the rules of the game. Let's play a game, everyone. Is this a real bet? Or a fake bet. That was pretty much the explanation. Simple enough, Chad. Simple enough. Nine questions. Think you got it? It says in the script, Georgina will explain the rules of the game. Okay. So I'm That's great. adhering to the script. I don't know. All do right. That. What's the first one? Uh, let's see. If we like a real one, we're going to bet on it together. If it's a fake one. I think gonna, people will figure that out. Pay me 250. Here I we think go. People get we it. got nine of them. Will the announcers specifically mention any bet? The spread? The money line, a prop bet, or the over/under? Yes, plus two seventy-five. No, minus four hundred. That is a fake prop. Okay. You think it's fake because CBS has come out and said that they so won't do it? So many times they've like they said it again yesterday yeah. in their you know pre-Super Bowl press conference. They've said it. They are adamant. Which, by the way, is absurd. So stupid. I mean, I, I, I don't understand their reluctance to talk about something way, that is drawing a majority of viewers think, to the game. You think if Tony Romo mentions a bet, they're going to fire Tony Romo? I No, but to be fair, I don't think Tony Romo is aware of anything happening outside of what's directly in front of him on the football field. Now, if this was Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth, there's no chance Al Michaels isn't mentioning something. I would like to see, uh, and I don't know what's on this list yet, I would like to see if there are props on 
how many predictions Tony Romo will get correct. There is a problem the on that. I believe the over-under is seven and a half. Wow. I'll take the under on that. I don't know. It's a lot. Eight? He got eight like times? 15 he didn't during get the 15. Patriots Chiefs. I think he got like five or six, but no, five or six is no, a lot. No, you're wrong. It's Let, not, he got like five or six on the last drive go alone. Go back and examine the he tape. He called every play on that drive. I promise you, it was like five or six at the most. Don't just, doubt Tony Romo. Five, five or six feet. Don't, I'm not going to sit here and listen to it. Tony Romo was amazing. Next. Well, we got to get the answer. Is it real? Fake? Sorry, guys. This one's not real. Yeah. Nailed it. Just well, yet. Don't be sorry, Georgina. We knew. Will Tony Romo correctly predict a touchdown? Wow. Yes, Ooh. plus 200. No, minus 280. Ooh, that's a good one because I know there is the prop we just talked about on the number of plays, but will he correctly predict a touchdown? I'm going to say that's fake because gonna, I don't know that he does that. I'm going to say it's fake, and I'll tell you why. Tell me why. No bookmaker would ever make the yes on this plus 200. Mm, that's true. The odds. The yes yeah. would be minus 200. The no would be plus money. Because they would be overwhelmed with yes money. Yeah, but I don't know that Romo predicts the outcome of plays. Generally, he says things like, you know, look for the slant here or, you know, watch Gronkowski on the outside. Like, I don't know that he says, like, this is going to be a touchdown. Like, he usually doesn't. You know what I mean? Fake prop. Yeah, I think it's fake. Answer. This one is real. Because Tony Romo seems to be some kind of sorcerer. He really is. All right. Yes, plus 200. I do that. You don't want to bet that one? No, I, 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 I don't think he does it. I don't think he predicts touchdowns. He doesn't predict the outcome of the play. He usually just looks at the formation and says what the team is going to try to do. I mean, doesn't that make sense to you? Like, yeah, but you I think also could see, like, if they're from the three-yard line, he'll be like, this is going to be run right off tackle for a touchdown. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't I think don't, he says it. I don't need to I would bet I wouldn't do it. I'm already overextended. I'm already nervous about how much I've bet on this game with you. What's next? Will Tom Brady miss a high five? Yes, plus 600. No minus 1,000. Those odds feel right. That's fake. It's too hard to judge it from the television screen. Like, Are we going to be examining fingertips again of Patriots also, players to see if he made contact? Also, like, just think about it. You need to have an ISO in the media business that's like called an isolated oh, camera. Up. On Tom Brady the whole time in order to know what he's doing. Like, he could miss a high five on the sideline. He could, you know, like with Josh McDaniels or like. That's too hard to grade. It's too hard yeah. to grade. Yeah, I agree Can't with you. Fake. This one's fake. Yes, it is. But I like the yes here. I do too. How many women not married to a member or employed by the Action Network? will attend the live podcast at Foley's on Monday. Over, under, 3.5. Okay, this is a real bet within our own office. Um, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, this is most definitely a real bet. Uh, what do you think? Oh, definitely the under. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. As far as I know, we have one female I'm, I am trying to drum up some more females here. Me, me and Matt Ford have talked about this. We're trying, but it's it's a tough sell. 
Why, but why do we care? Like, I mean, just to add some diversity to the room. I think our fans are who our fans are. Listen, like, I'm not. We're not. We're not marketing this. We're not calling up someone and saying, "Hey, advertise on this." Like, don't you have a reporter coming to this? I do. Yeah, so it might be nice to have a couple of women around. I don't care. All right. Chad Millman of the Action Network, quote, I don't care if there are women around. I'd love to have a diverse audience, but, like, I want an audience that is engaged, that is excited about our content. I want our audience to find us. If we happen to have more women to come, I think that'd be amazing. But right now, knowing what we know about our audience, knowing what we know about who engages, knowing what we know about who replies... Knowing that we've literally gotten a response from one woman in but you have nine to, months of doing this podcast, you have to I'm admit thinking that we're going to have under three and a half. You have to admit that number feels right, doesn't it? Yeah. Like three and a half feels. And I'm okay with that. We're going to get bigger. We're going to grow. We just started as the Action Network. We've only been around a year. This podcast started in September. Like it takes a while to build, man. All right, so we're all on the under there. Yeah. Okay. Answer. Blackjack has groupies now. One. I think we're we're safely on the under here. I'm trying, man. I'm trying, but it's just not going to happen. It's a tough sell. Six Five. p.m. on a Monday. If the Rams win, will the city of Los Angeles have a parade with over ten thousand attendees? Yes, minus a thousand. No, plus four hundred. Again, how could you grade that? I mean, how would you, you know? You can grade that. What do you mean? They they measure everything. I don't know, man. We live in the era of fake news. I mean, I Dude, Donald Trump on. says his inauguration was the largest ever, and other people say there was like 30 people there. Right. I don't know. Here's I mean, how, how do you grade, you grade it? it? Here's how you grade it. 10,000 is a pretty precise number. Here's how you grade it. You take a you you take a digital photograph of the parade route from overhead. You take out a portion of that photograph, square, you plot it. You count the number of people. Then you make equal number of squares for the entire photograph, and you multiply that by the number of people in that one square. Okay, thank you for walking us through how it's actually done, but what sportsbook is going to set that prop, and, and whose, whose number are they accepting? They will accept the official estimate from... By who? Whoever, whatever city... Holds the parade. Oh, so Los Angeles definitely won't inflate that number at all. Dude, how many times have you seen a parade where you can see a massive humanity? You know almost instantly if there's more or less than 10,000 people. No, I don't think you do. I, and knowing, is it thinking you know isn't the same thing as, as a sports book paying out on it. 10,000 people is just not that many people. I mean, I agree with you, but nobody really gives a damn about football in L.A. Well, that's beside the point. Are you well, asking me how you're going to grade that, it? But, but that's a be factor because how many of them will turn out to the parade? I think it would be more than 10,000 people. I mean, I don't know. They could get 70,000 people. It still wouldn't even look that big. More people watch the Patriots Chiefs than they did the Rams game in L.A. That's pathetic. I, I, I don't know how to respond to what you're saying. I'm just telling you. <laughs> I don't think it's real. I don't think it's real. It's probably fake. Answer? This one's not real, dum-dums. Well, we're not dumb. We knew it. But we know how to grade it. <laughs> if it is real, <laughs> we've got that whole thing figured out. Chad's going to be the guy sitting there counting heads in the pictures. I think that'd be fun. You would think that's fun. I like to get to an answer. I like to mark progress. Okay, next. Six. Will Jim Nance or Tony Romo say Hotlanta? 
Yes, plus 200. No, minus 260. That one's real. That one's real, and I'm taking the yes. Yeah, Tony. Tony's going to get worked up at some point, and he's going to say it. Tony's no, going to get excited. No, 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 no. What's going to happen is Tony's going to get excited, and Jim Nance is going to say, getting, we're getting heated here in hot Atlanta. <laughs> is that your Jim Nance voice? Are you going to give me your tie at the end of the show? Marco Mira putting. You think Jim Nance just holds up in Georgia for, like, the rest of the month? I mean, he probably should. Goes from the Super Bowl to the Masters. He's got two months. He's yeah, but he's do, got March Madness. March Madness. Yeah. If only that was in Atlanta. Uh, yeah, this one's real. It's real. We agree. Yeah, Answer. I would bet the yes. This yes. one is real, but I hope it's a no. Oh, I, I would take the plus we'll, money. We'll get on a little. I, I'd put ten dollars on this. Look at you, big spender. Can, can we get Laduca on the phone and tell him you just put ten dollars on a on a bet? Gambling. You know he was sounding it out in his head too. Yeah. that's the yeah. best part. <laughs> is you could just see the wheels turn. Oh my God! He bet seven hundred times in a month. <laughs> It's amazing. Hey, man, he's given that app a workout. He is. He that was my question to him. We was just find out how do you physically input seven hundred bets in a month? You can, uh, as you know, we we uh, have a free app for the Action Network. Download the app, and you can actually follow people in the app who you want to see how they're betting and stuff. Believe it or not, uh, <laughs> I believe Blackjack Fletcher has more followers in the app than anybody else. Uh, There's a shock. You're north of like 20,000 followers or whatever, which is great. Yeah, um, it is, isn't it? And uh, I'd love to, I got to figure out where Leduc is. I know we have that data somewhere and I can't yeah. remember it. It hasn't been updated in a while. Uh, and you can receive an alert every time Paul places a bet yeah, if you like. I got to tell you, I did cut off the alerts for Leduc. Oh, I, I did too. I had to stop. I did too. He's the only one I turned off of the yeah. people I follow it, Couldn't uh, do it. that work for us uh, because he was literally waking me up in the middle of the night. Yeah, it was exhausting. And like I'd be on calls or I'd be in meetings and like. It won't stop. It won't stop. It's just, it's fucking crazy. Uh, all right. I'm actually asking someone um, how many followers Leduca has. Okay. Well, while you're doing that, why don't we move on to the next prop? Let's do it. Seven. How many timeouts will the winning team have at halftime? Over under 1.5. I think that's real. How many timeouts will the winning team have? Although, what if it's a tie? At halftime? Yeah. Why does it matter if they're winning? I guess. Oh, the winning team at halftime. All right. Let me think about this. Huh. The winning thing gives me pause. The winning team at halftime, will they have more or less than one and a half times out, timeouts? Because if the game is tied, which, I mean, it, it could be, then there's no action on that. Huh. You know what I mean? Right. Well, right. So there's no action. If it's a tie, then you get your money I know, back. but why would a book make that bet when that – I mean, that tie at halftime, is, it's not like out of the realm. Or is it asking for the team at the who wins the game ultimately? We're doing a look back here. Now nah, this is too complicated. Fake. Yeah, it's fake. I also, by the way, it's fake. And if it's real, it's stupid. Yeah, agreed. Totally agree. This is a fake prop yeah. submitted yeah. by listener Alter Gross for the prop contest. Wow, that was clever. 
listen, good try. Um, now but, I feel bad we said it was stupid. I don't want to insult our listeners listen, who are... It was a good try, but no one's beating my prop for the It's prop also contest, sad so. that Alto Gross now knows he, I'm assuming it's a he because we don't have any female listeners, <laughs> uh, he is not going to win the prop contest. No, I'm winning the prop contest. What was yours again? My prop was um, because the rules said it had to be something measurable that you could measure. So my prop was what is the length of Tony Romo's largest visible erection during the broadcast um, because Tony is going to be so excited to call this game <laughs> that there's no doubt uh, he will be fully aroused. Hot Lana! It. It, it, he will be fully aroused for most of it. Um, and so it's, uh, there will be someone out there measuring his erection. And I'd like to know... Uh, I believe Jim Nance is, Jim Matt Nance. Ford set the line at nine, so he, he's giving Tony a lot of credit here. If Jim Nance, in the, middle, in the middle of the broadcast, if Jim Nance just yells out Hot Lana for no reason whatsoever, <laughs> could be because, like, Tony's excited. I mean, t- listen, I love Tony's excitement. It's uh, his excitement for football, not his sexual excitement. Um, it's going to be interesting. This he's, podcast. He's going to be really trails. excited. What's next? Eight. If SpongeBob is a performer in the halftime show, will he kneel in protest? Yes, plus 3,000. No, minus 20,000. I don't think this is real. Well, what is SpongeBob supposed to be? Okay, there are elements of this that are real because, okay. Is SpongeBob performing? I'm probably going to say something. I'm probably going to say something that people think is like obvious, but I have no idea what it is. There was a prop bet that said, like, is Maroon 5 going to play some song, something victory that I've never heard of uh, in tribute? Or in honor of SpongeBob SquarePants? Well, listen. And I don't know what any of that means. So I don't know Maroon 5's, you know. So the whole SpongeBob connection? I don't know. I mean, maybe SpongeBob rolls out with Big Boy and Maroon 5? Well, here's why they would do it. I don't know, but it feels like it would be a weird look. I don't know. I don't know if, like, they have a relationship with SpongeBob or whatever, or if they just loved him growing up. SpongeBob's. They're not that young. SpongeBob's creator died this year, or recently, is what happened. All right, but what the hell does that have to do with the Super Bowl and Maroon 5? I don't know. I don't know either. I'm going to say it's fake. Unless a listener submitted this prop, I'm going to say it's utterly ridiculous. Also, it's like an if then, and usually you don't see that with props. So it's fake. Answer. Somehow, this one is actually real. What? I'm shocked. What sports book put this crap up? That's astonishing. That's a trash prop. It's on Bookmaker. Bookmaker, be better. That's garbage. What's next? Nine. Will Chad or Blackjack cry during Maroon 5's performance of She Will Be Loved? Yes, minus 200. No, plus 1,000. I'm not crying for Maroon 5. Play that back. We got to hear Georgina sing one more time. Nine. Will Chad or Blackjack cry during Maroon 5's performance of She Will Be Loved? Yes, minus 200, no, plus 1,000. No. She will be loved. So, so far this week, I've gotten Paul LaDuca singing Payphone, Chad Millman singing She Will Be Loved. Can't wait for the rest of the week. 
Um, well, Duke and I might just do a duet at the live podcast. I'm not. Uh, there's no way I'm crying at Maroon Five. No <laughs> chance. No chance. I don't. I hate Maroon Five. I'll be honest. I really think they're awful. Like they're so uninteresting to me. Uh, I'm not a fan of their songs. I do think Adam Levine has a nice voice, but like they're yeah, so you overproduced. Know what? Can I? Can I? Can I dive into that for a second? Because sure. one of my favorite bets is the first song that'll be played at the halftime show. I've I've studied this now. I've spent a lot of time on their catalog and watching their their concerts recently. Uh, do you think they're going to lip sync? Because I've watched a bunch of their live stuff lately. He doesn't sound that great live. Hmm. He doesn't. It's not. It's not the same. He can't necessarily get as high as you think he can. He's not trying the right stuff. Yeah, well, maybe. But, I, I mean, do you think they'll lip sync it? That's a dangerous road, but going live's dangerous, too. I think they'll go live. Yeah, I don't know. It's I don't think be he's afraid. He's in, like, the TV show, The Voice. He probably goes live there. I know. And he sounds like I've, I'm not a watcher of that show, but I have seen it a couple times, and he's been amazing. I have also seen a video with him and uh, who's the other guy? Blake, the tall guy? Blake Shelton. Blake Shelton. Uh, they do a duet together. They're amazing. They seem to be like good friends. I'm excited for them. You're excited for their friendship. I like when like people start something and like they don't know if they're going to be friends and like us. Like yeah, we became yeah. friends. Look at us, didn't we? Blossomed. Yeah. They can go at each other, like we do. Yep. You and, and they, me are a regular Adam Levine and Blake Shelton. Then they go out and make you know hit records. We've got. You know, maybe 200 men coming to see us perform a podcast. It's going to be so great. If we're, if we're lucky. If we're lucky, we have 200 men coming to see us on a podcast. Do a live podcast with, with four other guys. Georgie, you got anything else? Answer. This is 1,000% real, and I will take a yes. Listen, I think Georgie has a real career singing one word. She's really cornered the market on the word Will. <laughs> hey, speaking of which, Will Fetters, congratulations, buddy. Will Fetters, Academy Award nominee for A Star is Born. He wrote the movie with Bradley Cooper. He's an Academy Award nominee. He was on the podcast. He's a good friend of the podcast. He's going to come back on the podcast before the Oscars. This has been The Favorites from the Action Network. I am Chad Millman. He's Black Jack Fletcher. Download the podcast at Apple Podcasts, radio.com slash the Action Network, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. We will be live on Monday, January 28th. Talk to you later. <laughs>